Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on vSEN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Hour 2 of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. No Michael Lombardi today or tomorrow, but super fortunate as we do always on a Tuesday. Have VEASAN NFL analyst, former NFL wide receiver and college football national champion with the CU Buffs, Mike Pritchard in the house. And um, we are just living on a high today because of the Vegas Golden Knights (laughs) with an absolute rout of the Dallas Stars yesterday. Six nothing. They advanced to their second Stanley Cup final in franchise history. Just six years in existence. And they find themselves in the ultimate series once again. Really, really exciting. And then, of course, the Miami Heat punched their ticket to the NBA finals against your Denver Nuggets. Mm -hmm. So this is a very, like, good energy desk, I feel like, today on the Lombardi line. It's the Cloud Nine show, right? Yes, mentioned earlier so no I mean it, we were all ecstatic about the Golden Knights and, and what they have accomplished to this point uh they haven't finished the job yet I don't know if I want to use accomplished right right because that means it's done but no they they are certainly uh have a strong message from the very very top mm-hmm. uh that I think uh is understood throughout that roster uh they're playing great hockey right now and, and on a roll so I'm looking forward to the finals and an uphill battle even though similar to yep. Denver and Miami the Florida Panthers who the Golden Knights are going to be playing are an 8 seed mm-hmm. a team that didn't have a lot of high expectations but they go out and rally all the way from down 3 games to 1 in their opening series against the Boston Bruins Boston who was the best team right. in the NHL like historically mm-hmm. this season what they did in the regular season for them to get that win then beat the Toronto Maple Leafs, then be in a position this last series where they just rail through the Carolina Hurricanes in a sweep. Um, the Florida Panthers are not a team to be messed with or doubted, and so I think it'll be a really good, interesting series. The Golden Knights minus 125, minus 130 favorite in the series. We'll discuss more um, about our feelings on both mm-hmm. of those sets here in a little bit. We'll also have VEASAN's own Josh Applebaum, host of the Morning Bets podcast and the Market Insights pod. Join us, get some reflections on where the market moves are. I wonder if Josh has any baseball for us today. We got the the Arizona Diamondbacks team total play from our guy Will Hill today. We'll see if Josh has anything in that realm. But it is Tuesday, Mike. And the segment of the day, every time we get together, is Hot Take Tuesday. Do we have the graphic? I didn't even ask. Yes! Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. For any of you that are only listening on the radio and you don't get to see this graphic, it's just, it's really, really cool. It's just like a scorching of paper. Hot mm-hmm. Take Tuesday. Right. And the purpose of this segment is I have a take or two, Pritch has a take or two. And we have to determine the level of heat coming off it and whether or not it's something that's actually possible. So mm-hmm. I always struggle with these. because You don't always struggle. You're too hard on yourself. Uh, you do not always struggle. I think I do. Although the one that I did a couple weeks ago, I said one of my hot takes was that I felt like the, the Lakers and mm-hmm. Heat, that it was going to be a seven seed and an eight seed in the NBA finals. I got half of the take yes, there. You did. Got half of it. Um, but normally it's just like I struggled to find – things that I really think can happen Mm -hmm. that are unlikely, you know? And so I'm not like a taking a 70 to one shot type of a gal, but here's where I'm going today for my hot take Tuesday. There are 12 NFL teams without a Lombardi trophy. Mm -hmm. Four of those 12 have never even made it to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. 
My hot take is that in the next two years, one of those four teams will not only make it to the big game, but win it. Lions, Jags, Browns, Texans are the four. One of those four teams will get it done. I mean, it's hot. It really is a hot take. The thing that I'm struggling with and how, how hot this is, is because you have two years. Like, So if it, I would have to say this year for it to be a hot take well, for you? Well, like, how long does the flame, you know, go? Like, uh, how are we, are we talking about throwing logs in the fire here? Or what are we doing from a hot take standpoint over two years? I think it's pretty hot considering where the Jags were two years ago. Okay, okay. Considering how terrible the Browns have been with right. Deshaun Watson right. even. So you have like one of those long-burning logs, like one of those artificial The Lions, logs. everybody's like thinking that they're going to be right. good right now, but have they proven to us that they can be good? They mm-hmm. Their defense is freaking terrible. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Uh, the Texans, yeah, you got C.J. Stroud now, yeah. who I know you love, and a new head coach in D'Amico Ryans, but mm-hmm. it's been year after year after year where they right. haven't been able to do anything. Looking at the their respective conference championship odds, even this year, the Lions 10 to 1, Jags 15 to 1, Browns 17 to 1, Houston 85 to 1. So it's not like any of those teams are short shots even this year. No, no. I mean, that's a, it's a hot take. It really is. Thank you. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> my pen goes flying. It's, it's a, I, I got burned by it. That's thinking about it the level, there you go, of, of hotness here. <laughs> hot to the touch. Are you right, right. Um, what's that? A, a dual flame log? Is that those long-lasting logs? Or no. are you talking about just a dry twig out there burning <laughs> uh, for two years? But, uh, no, it's hot. Christmas trees burning in the <laughs> right. open. <laughs> but, like, you know, for me, Detroit on your list here is doable because the level of hotness also is it does it come to reality can it be can it be something that can actually happen cleveland i think cleveland is going to cleveland still right uh i, I think stefanski is not a super bowl caliber head coach um oh that's a hot take right there uh i'm hot taking your yeah, hot take whoa. <laughs> uh and then jacksonville I, I, that's another one on your list that i'm high on them too so within two years it is doable so that's pretty hot i, I have Fine. to turn down the Okay. The heat in here. If you had to pick, what if I had to pick one? If okay. I just had to pick one team. And within two years. One that would team make within it two really, years. Really, really hot right there. And I will say, okay. I'll make it super hot to you. Super the hot. The Cleveland Browns then, because of what you just said about Stefanski. Mm. I'm going to go the Cleveland Browns okay. within the next two years. We'll have a Super Bowl. Man, okay. that's too hot even for me. Well, I don't know you. if I believe it. Sometimes, but I mean, Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. we've talked about this. He is an absolute wild card mm-hmm. in the division, in the league, for this Cleveland Browns team. And if he is even just a semblance of what he was two years ago, right. two and a half years ago, when he was considered widely a top five quarterback in the National Football League, mm-hmm. then I think that the sky is the limit for the Cleveland Browns. Okay. And you bring in uh, Elijah Moore and Cedric Tillman into the receiver mix, the defense, if you can bulk up and be as good as you're capable of play to the talent level mm-hmm. I feel like you have on that side of the mm-hmm. ball. I think there's all the potential in the world, especially um, given that division has gotten more competitive. If you can win through that division, mm-hmm. I think that's going to make you poised for a good playoff run. And there you go. Yeah, you know, fading. Pr- <laughs> I talked myself into it. There we go. <laughs> so you talked yourself into your hot take. But <laughs> fading Pritch has worked out sometimes too, though. So, like, I don't think Stefanski is a Super Bowl quality head coach. Uh, and there you go. You can fade that, and then therefore it turns into reality. And turns. What do you into mean fading hot. Pritch has been well, successful? Well, well, I don't know how successful, but you know, every once in a while, of course, you're going to fade a former professional athlete at times, right? What do they know about betting? That kind of thing. Um, but no, I. It's a it's a hot take. Seventeen to one to win their their conference championship this year again. Yeah. So, I'm just saying. You got two years though. I got two years. Yes, I have a two-year window for the Browns. (laughs) Keep this in your back pocket. We'll revisit. And then when they come in last in the division, you can (laughs) come for me. Okay, what's yours today? All right, here we go. Here we go. So I was looking at, you know, the quarterback situations in the National Football League, right? The year of the backup quarterback in the NFC. Uh, We saw that. It was incredible. There's one quarterback out there that I, I think is under the surface for how good he has been over his career. Uh, as a starter, okay. averaging double digits, 10, 10 wins a season uh, as a starting quarterback for this football team. Uh, and I think you see the makeover and the makeover, the changes of coaching staff, and uh, the message from the top is a strong one. Uh, and maybe their head coach is up against it this year. But I just think that the Dallas Cowboys 
are going to make the NFC Conference Championship this year. Mm. Uh, think about it, because you think about the NFC uh, and how many teams are realistically in the race for the NFC Conference Championship. The Eagles... Okay, well, see, this is why I don't think it can be that hot. Uh-oh. Already? Because I wasn't even Because I would say in the <laughs> NFC, there are three. Three? Who? Th- the Philadelphia Eagles, okay. the San Francisco 49ers, and the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. And because I think of the Cowboys as those top three, I don't know if I can think it's that hot to see that they would play in the conference championship game. Because those are the top. I mean, I think the odds reflect that as well. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. the Eagles are your favorite, plus 275. 49ers plus 350 to win the NFC and the Cowboys sitting there at seven to one. So I think all three of them. Your 49ers, though, don't have a quarterback right now. I mean, they they are so optimistic. I can't argue with you there. (laughs) They are so optimistic about this new uh, Tommy John surgery thing. But Brock Purdy is going to start throwing this week. And Trey Lance is newly reinvigorated, said he's having fun playing football again. So who knows? And Sam Darnold, don't forget about small hands. Don't forget about the ghost that he's seen. (laughs) There's no more ghosts. He's fine. But if you're the Cowboys, the the team that you have to compete with is in your division. You know, take care of business within your division. You win in 10 games a year with Dak Prescott. And by the way, Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy, where are you going? Okay, well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see it's listen, getting hotter and hotter listen, in your listen i mean but also the expectations for brock purdy are very very different and the fact that he's exceeded them okay. to the point that he has but right. he's also coming off an elbow surgery right. no so yes I, yes based, right now mm-hmm. dak prescott over brock purdy no question no domico ryan's who's the defense coordinator i forgot <sighs> yeah, i don't know why see? i'm blanking on his yeah. name right now that's not a good sign for that's me not- as a fan <laughs> i mean kyle shanahan has done magic but Everybody else in the National Football League is now doing what the 49ers do offensively with running the football. Oh, um, Steve Wilkes, I'm an idiot. Okay, okay, Wilkes. Okay, yep, yep. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't. Sorry, I got there. there. Um, so <laughs> what D'Amico brought from from an energy standpoint, and certainly uh, what he filled with that defense, uh, the defensive personnel that he had, Wilkes is going to have to figure all that out, which he probably will. He's a fine coach, fine coach. Um, I just think the quarterback situation in flex what the 49ers allows the Cowboys. Uh, with that strong message from the top, Stormy, uh, to play in the NFC Conference Championship game this year. And I will give you that, I mean, in order to get there, obviously, you have to go through the Philadelphia Eagles. But that could go either way. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't know. The Eagles, for as much as they have done here in the offseason, still did lose both of their coordinators, still did lose some key contributors. So... It'll be it'll be interesting. Super Bowl hangover is often a thing when you get to that point. Three team race uh, though, right? But in terms of okay. the level of heat, you know, it's warm. It's warm. Oh, I'll Lord. give you that. We got to step aside. More Lombardi line coming up here on Vsin the Sports Betting Network. Next, we'll get back to the NBA and NHL finals that are coming up here. Super exciting. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com and check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all of the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way vcin is here to make you a more informed better year round. You can check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. We've talked about it a couple times, but I want to dig a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. on the Vegas Golden Knights getting the opportunity now to play for a Stanley Cup final, especially because, like, I don't know how much you know about me, Pritch, but I was not a hockey girl prior to the Vegas Golden Knights being in existence. Mm -hmm. I'm born and raised in the city. I'm one of the many people who, when we got a team here, it was just like, all in. Mm-hmm. I saw Vegas born on the t-shirts. I was like, that's me. And became so invested in this organization. And then they obviously end up having the miracle run right. um, in year one. And then a couple years later, I had the good fortune to work for the Golden Knights. So now I not only am a fan, but I have relationships with a lot of these players and, and people that are on the coaching staff and behind the scenes in mm-hmm. hockey operations. And so I'm, I'm just so thrilled for them mm-hmm. because I know how hard they've worked right. I know they're, I mean, what they went through last season, being so poised and built to make it to this point, and then just having an injury-riddled season to the point where you don't even make the postseason and you fire your head coach. Mm -hmm. So for them to be in this position and now to be favored after being doubted every step of the way this season, despite being a top seed in the Western Conference, I just think is really, really cool. It's an awesome story. And I know people out there across the country absolutely hate it. Like, ah, oh, Vegas, you've only been around for six years. Da, 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 da. The Stanley Cup final in general being two big, you know, really, really cold areas known for their ice. Florida and Vegas coming together for the Stanley Cup final that maybe some people aren't thrilled with the matchup. But it's not my fault the Toronto Maple Leafs keep losing in the first or second round. It's not my fault the Boston Bruins couldn't do what they needed to do despite having a three games to one lead in round one. So I'm really, really excited. I think it's very deserving. And I'm very happy as well for Bruce Cassidy, their head coach, after he had led the Bruins to the postseason year after year after year. And because ultimately they didn't live up to the expectations they needed to in opinions of ownership, he gets let go. And now he's in a position where he's a bench boss for an organization that is in the Stanley Cup final. So a lot of really cool things all around. I just wanted to share my personal excitement as somebody who's very, very invested in the team and have already bet them to win it now. So okay, nice. Up. I'm glad you um, <laughs> and I'm happy for the Knights. Uh, happy for you too. your affiliation with the Knights in this organization is incredible. Uh, so I got to get some insight because wanting to bet this uh, the series, you know, the message from the top is so strong. It really is from Ms. Foley uh, that it reminds me of an owner that I played for uh, and Pat Bolin out in Denver. Uh, and Pat Bolin, uh, the reason why he's a Hall of Famer is because he had um, uh, more Super Bowl appearances than losing seasons as an owner. But it, awesome. think of, I know it's crazy, right? Yeah. It's crazy. But he had this driven message and he would do whatever it took to get to the Super Bowl and a chance to win it. Uh, for instance, hiring Wade Phillips when I was there. Um, had one average year. Mike Shanahan became available. That's an upgrade. I'm going to go out and get Mike Shanahan as a head coach. And then, okay, back-to-back Super Bowl championships in a, in a great run. Uh, so it's like that, you know, from an ownership standpoint, 
that you go through Gallant or you go through DeBoer, you know, you have Cassidy, uh, but the consistency has stayed the same on ice. Uh, the changes with personnel, but the consistency has stayed the same on ice. So when you have a driven message like that from ownership from the top, uh, you don't have any other choice mm -hmm. but to buy in uh, because you're not going to be here uh, if you don't buy in. So I think it's extraordinary. I think if this comes to fruition, the six-year plan to mm -hmm. win a Stanley Cup, it's unprecedented that you talk about calling your shots. For real, though. I mean, if Mr. Foley has called his shot and can win a Stanley Cup in six years, uh, then that, that is And something. to genuinely have that belief and have mm -hmm. it come to fruition, yeah. like if that, if that ultimately is what happens right. here starting this week, this Saturday, game one here at T-Mobile Arena in Vegas, but for him to say that there's a six-year plan right. and we think that we can be competitive right away and the goal is to be playing for Stanley Cup finals within that window and then actually be there doing it is really, really impressive. So my question to you, so we have, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming momentum with Florida. Right. I mean, I don't know how great of a hockey team this is and closer to watching the Knights uh, and how they've gone through mm -hmm. what they've gone through uh, in the playoffs to get to the Stanley Cup finals. Uh, they're really, really good. Right. I, I think the notion that goalie is important. I mean, think about all the goalies that the Knights have burned through. Uh, they're on their fourth <laughs> string goaltender in Aiden Hill. Yeah, that's just this year. I mean, I'm talking about throughout oh, yeah. their, their their existence here. So. Uh, it's fascinating that they're still in the same place and a chance to win a championship. Uh, and, and it doesn't matter, uh, you know, from, from a standpoint, the significant performance of the goalie situation. So momentum versus a team that's really good. Where are you going? I mean, I know you're going with the Knights. Well, done so truly, I think they're both really good. Okay. The Florida Panthers are a team that, yes, they had some personnel changes from last year to this year. But they won the President's Trophy a okay. year ago for the most regular season wins in all of hockey last year. And mm -hmm. they just weren't able to play at that level come playoffs. The Golden, I mean, both of these teams have been structurally sound defensively in the playoffs. I think Vegas has a little bit more depth, which is okay. a big part of the reason. Like, I think they have a little bit more star power and a little bit more depth, which is why I lean them in the series. I think that the number, as far as them being a minus 130 favorite for the set, is appropriate. Um, but, but Florida has a little bit of magic on their side. And so I just wonder if defense and depth can overcome a little bit of magic. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm certainly hoping so. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hopeful that because I feel that they're the better team on the ice, right. that that'll come to fruition. Um, but, but Florida, again, they've just been on such an incredible run and Sergey Bobrovsky has been a different player from the regular season to the postseason. And I, I can't remember who I was texting yesterday. Uh, Jared Smith, okay. who is a host here at VEASAN as well. Mm -hmm. I said, I feel like he, Sergey Bobrovsky and Jake Ottinger, like swapped bodies or something from the regular season in the playoffs because Ottinger was incredible in the mm -hmm. regular season and just for whatever reason fell apart. And Bobrovsky was nothing special. He was uh, below average in the regular season. And then every step of the way here, every single game, you're just looking at this guy like, can he do it again? And he does. Right. Um, but props to Aiden Hill, who I mentioned earlier was put in such a tough position when Laurent Brossois went down early here in the playoffs. He comes in, closes out that game. They get a win. He has two shutouts here in the playoffs. A dominant performance yesterday. I want to say 28 saves in the 6 nothing win yesterday for a second shutout. And it's just, um, it's been really special to watch. And right. I think things can come together. I think that... Again, depth plays such a big role for the Golden Knights that every single line can hurt you. Mm -hmm. There are different players, whether they are considered high-end skill talent players or not, that are finding lucky bounces as well, which are things in years past they haven't been able to right. get. So, And I was going to ask you about that from the goalie situation from Florida. I mean, does he smother the puck or are there opportunities uh, second chance opportunities, certainly. Uh, well, that's. A, I think that that's going to be really important for them. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to forecheck really well right. and they're going to have to just make his eyes they're gonna have to make Sergey Borovsky's mm -hmm. eyes dirt like play in the dirty areas and and screen and do all of the things he have to do in front of him because he's been so dialed in for, okay. for whatever reason but I think as far as like betting the series like I said I like the Golden Knights to win it minus 130 mm -hmm. I think is fine um but if you think that Florida is going to win in this spot I think Bobrovsky is still probably the bet to make for Conn Smythe okay. at plus 210 
because that is it's a full playoffs award. It's not just for the the Stanley Cup final specifically. And he's been so dynamic throughout. And then largely you'd anticipate if they're going to win that he's going to be standing on his head to do that again against mm-hmm. the high end talent that the Golden Knights do have on the Golden Knights side of things. It's really hard to pick which is why I think you like laying the number with them to win would be the preferable option unless okay. you're willing to sprinkle on a few different names for the Golden Knights for Con Smythe. I'm a little I'm interested I, I I don't know if he could win it but if he does stand on his head Aiden Hill at 12 to 1 is an interesting mm-hmm. name. Jonathan Marcheseau who was quiet to start the playoffs but has just elevated his game throughout the last couple of series. I think he could be critical. Right. Jack Eichel another really interesting story but his numbers lower. Jonathan Marcheseau is at least 7 to 1. But Eichel, for somebody who had never had the opportunity to even play in the postseason because of his time in Buffalo, it's his first playoffs, and he's been their points leader and doing all Mm -hmm. these things. But, I mean, Marshall's since overtaken that. So a few different angles for you, though, to consider. Some great angles, absolutely. I mean, I I think uh, the correct score even, like, I mean, if you are high on the Knights like I am, I mean, uh, maybe the Knights blow one here, right, which would be typical. Uh, So that's an attractive number. A couple numbers, actually, the Knights in five uh, plus five fifty four and one. The Knights in six uh, plus five hundred right there four and two. So um, I, there's opportunities all across uh, the way here. I I think they can break down Bobrovsky. I, I think they can break it. I've seen them break down uh, goalies all throughout the playoffs and and just the so. onslaught uh, that they have offensively right now. Is, oh, is something it's just see. hard because <laughs> the Bruins couldn't do it. Right. Austin Matthews and the Leafs couldn't do it. I just, ugh, it's just driving me nuts. Right. So I don't, I, I don't know. I hope so, though. I really, really do. And you best believe I'll be rooting for him every single game. We got to step aside. More Lombardi line coming up next. Josh Applebaum on the program. This is the Lombardi line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the Lombardi line. Remember, everybody, if you become a VSIN Pro subscriber, you get a daily email recapping all the best bets from each and every one of our show hosts and guests. You also get unlimited access to the VSIN.com slash picks page where you can sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Plus, we now also have a top VSIN experts leaderboard where you can check out the betting records, profit, and ROI to see which VSIN expert has the hot hand any given day. For VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access, become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. You can sign up now for $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. You also see some of the great content from our guest who joins us now, Josh Applebaum, host of the Morning Bets pod. You can have that downloaded and ready every single morning when you wake up, as well as the Market Insights podcast. Welcome in, Josh. How are you? Uh, uh, Maybe that was not the right question after what happened last night. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stormy Pritch, it's okay. It's great to be with you. So yeah, a little bit bit dreary, you know, gloomy today, obviously, as a Boston Celtics fan. Uh, My plus 360 ticket to win the title here. Thought I was looking pretty good, at least to advance and, you know, uh, play the Nuggets here. I bet that as soon as Massachusetts legalized betting. But I think, you know what I got to do, guys? I'll tip my cap to the public. I'll tip my cap uh, to the Miami Heat. Call them my daddy, as Pedro Martinez once said about the New York Yankees here. Because what was really interesting to me, guys, number one, is the fact that kind of the market was still bullish on the Celtics the entire series. Uh, however, the heat didn't really matter here. Jimmy Butler and the culture that they have down there, they won multiple games. there, getting over 80% of bets. It was a huge public play last night. Now we did see the line move toward the heat. They were getting plus eight and a half. They got down to seven and a half or seven. So the line move was in their favor, but the Celtics were still getting a little bit of buyback. They're only getting 20% of bets to me, guys. It's really tough here with the Celtics. What are they going to do moving forward? Did they prove to you enough going down? Oh, three to at least forcing game seven that you stick with Brown and Tatum or does this team have issues? Is there, you know, Jalen Brown's name is getting floated around here. You had Jason Tatum also from a live bet opportunity, guys. Really bad omen there. Was it first play of the game? Yeah. Tatum twists his ankle. He really wasn't the same after that. If you're a live better, that would have really, uh, if you didn't, you know, get in pre-flop, you would have loved Miami after that Tatum injury. What you're hearing today, guys, is maybe Jalen Brown gets traded. We'll see what they do, what they're going to do with him because he's due a five-year, like $300 million contract, which would make him the highest paid NBA player. And is he worth the highest paid NBA player. I don't know if you want to commit to like 600 million to two guys who, you know, two straight years, they bring you far in the playoffs, but they really let you down when it matters the most. So we'll see what this does moving forward. The only consolation guys, I got my game seven under last night. So it took this thing away a little bit here. Game seven under 70% since 2015. You know, Josh, I heard you talking about that um, yesterday on on primetime here at Beeson about that under, and you really hammered that home, like uh, about, 
uh, how that has hold true, held true for so long in Game 7 situations. I almost bet the under. I didn't. I stayed away from it just based <laughs> on what I was hearing from you. Um, but, I mean, man, I, I feel for you, though. I, I tease you sometimes about it's either hot or cold out there in Boston with sports. Uh, and it's icy. <laughs> icy right now. What, two eight seeds uh, ousted the, uh, the, the two Boston uh, teams out there right now? Yeah, so Florida's got something over Massachusetts right now, Fritch. I don't know what it is. The Panthers beat my Bruins, who made history. Obviously, you see the Miami Heat take down the Celtics here. But to your point with the Game 7, Pritch, just one comment here. If I can dwell on something positive instead of having to, you know, think about my Celtics letting me down. But really, to me, guys, I think there's a big dis difference and discrepancy between trends and betting systems. Trends can come and go. Trends are really geared toward usually individual-specific teams. However, betting systems, to me, why I love systems is that you can plug in different teams and it doesn't really matter. They're still profitable in that spot. So the whole thought process with the game seven, Pritch, was, you know, you get to game seven, you're forced with elimination. The tired legs are a huge part of it. Also, you know how to match up defensively. And the other kind of fishy angle was, you know, that total was, what, 203 and a half, 204? It seems so low, it's got to go over. 80% of bets were over, yet it really didn't move at all. So, again, at some point, it's like Army-Navy unders, Bridge. <laughs> Game seven unders. You got to play them every time you see them. There Great you point. go. Uh, here with VEASAN's own Josh Applebaum. I know you've got a full um, slew of MLB plays, which we will get to in one moment. But just real quickly, looking forward to both the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup Final, which will get underway later on this week. Is there just anything early from a movement perspective that better should be aware of? So the one thing I've been looking at, Stormy, here, number one, how do you not take Florida getting some plus money game one against Vegas? Well, now Vegas has been on, fantastic. Not, not me. <laughs> that, that is true. Stormy, you're lucky you got Bruce Cassidy. What stupid <laughs> club would ever give up Bruce Cassidy? I just, it makes no sense to me. But I would say you're getting plus money. The only angle to me, Stormy, there would be just that rest advantage. You've had Florida, who's been, you know, wet, rested, ready to go. Kachuk and the boys, they've been able to go to these Miami Heat games. So mm -hmm. a lot of rest, is that going to be a, and again, you always worry rest versus rust. But game one, you're getting around plus 115 here with Florida. That could be worth a look. And then also, uh, same thing here with the Nuggets. They've had a huge rest advantage over the Miami Heat. Again, how many times do I have to bang my head against the wall, you know, betting against the heat, you know, take getting big points here. They're getting plus nine or eight and a half here. Did see a little move uh, toward the Nuggets. They move eight and a half up to nine at some shops. Keep an eye on the total there. It did tick up a little bit, 218 to 219 and a half. But again, to me, you're going to see a, a big example of rest versus rust. You know, which side of the coin do you fall on? But again, both the Nuggets and uh, the Florida Panthers have a big rest advantage in both those games. All right, let's get to MLB, uh, Josh. And I don't know how you're going to categorize this play. I, I don't <laughs> even know which play you have. I'm just going to mention a game uh, and let you have the floor because I'm seeing a bet splits discrepancy that's incredible here. Uh, Tampa uh, against Chicago uh, Cubs here. And so what the Cubs are uh, my, uh, plus 175 at home. Obviously, Tampa minus 190 uh, here on the road. Where are you going with this one? So I'm going to go Tampa Bay here, Pritch. Now, you mentioned the bet splits. I think it's really important here. I don't love the fact that this is a public play toward Tampa Bay. They're getting like 80% of bets. But I mm -hmm. would say, to me, baseball uh, percentages, I'm more interested in line moves because it's not as heavily bet as like, you know, the NFL or some of these playoff games. So what I like about Tampa, getting 80% of bets, but they are getting more than 90% of the money. So it kind of tells me the larger wagers, more respected betters are going with Tampa. Now, this is a bounce-back spot for Tampa. They lost last night 1-0. Marcus Stroman threw a one-hitter. The guy was unbelievable last night. But Tampa has been pretty good in a bounce-back spot. When Tampa Bay uh, loses, coming off a, a loss, doesn't happen very often, but they're 11-5, 69% this year. That's a 20% ROI. You have seen this line move toward Tampa Bay a bit. It opened around minus 180. You're creeping closer to minus 200. Yeah. So again, bet Tris first bet to win. It's kind of a big number here, Pritch. But to me, it's all about McClanahan. This guy's been unhittable, 8-0 with a 1.97 ERA. If you're looking for a Cy Young vote here, McClanahan just passed Garrett Cole. He's plus 350 to win the Cy. Uh, at DraftKings, Cole is plus 400. But also road interleague favorites, they've been really good this year. 52-31, and 30, 63%. And also the American League East teams playing non-American League East opponents. Uh, this has been, you know, the powerhouse division here with a lot of really good teams above 500. When they play a team outside their division, they're 115 and 64, 64%, uh, 11% ROI here. So it's a bigger number. To me, it's a, you know, risk your one unit, trying to get a half unit back here. If you can find them under minus 200, I think it's a good opportunity to back McClanahan to bounce back with the Rays today. We have the uh, Cleveland Guardians game two on the road against the Baltimore Orioles today. Cal Quantrill on the hill, plus 120 dog against Kyle Gibson. The Orioles minus 140 in this spot. Total sitting 
nine. What stood out to you when you looked at the numbers? Yeah, so Stormy, I'm going to go Baltimore here too, another bounce back angle. These have been two of the best teams, the Orioles and the Rays coming off a loss. So if you just look at Baltimore uh, coming off a loss this year, they're 13 and 6, 68%, 28% ROI. I think there's an advantage with Gibson over uh, Quantrill. Quantrill hasn't been really good this year. You know, he's got an ERA uh, almost a five. Meanwhile, Kyle Gibson, six and three, 3.82 ERA. But I like the line move here uh, toward the Baltimore Orioles. They've opened around as low as like a minus 125, minus 30, minus 130 favorite. Now, they did get up close to minus 150. There has been a little bit of buyback here uh, early afternoon on the uh, on the Guardians here, plus money. Maybe that was Adam Burke putting in a big plus money play <laughs> on the Guardians in that spot. Uh, but I like this spot for um, the Orioles. Uh, in particular, um, you've had seen Kyle Gibson home versus road. At home, He's only he has a 3.04 ERA. He's been really good. On the road, his ERA is closer to 4.5. Uh, Baltimore's 20-7 and seven as a favorite. They've really crushed righties. They've been good at home. Supplementary factor here, guys, Alfonso Marquez. He's your best uh, home plate or home team ump here. Home teams when Marquez is behind the plate, 58% overall. And those AL East teams in, in particular against uh, AL Central opponents, they're 43 and 16, 73% this year. So I think you're getting Baltimore, good team in a bounce back spot, laying kind of a modest uh, chalk price here. And you can shop around, still find them around minus 135. Josh, we've only got about a minute or so left here. Anything else on the card that you really, really like and want to make sure that our listeners know about? Yeah, so one I would just say, Stormy, big contrarian play tonight would be Seattle. The Seattle Mariners okay. at home. They lost to the Yankees last night. Uh, pitching matchup, would you would think, favors Seattle. Logan Gilbert's been really good going up against Cortez, who hasn't been good on the road. This is a really a, a betting system play for me, guys, because if you look at the bet splits here, public's all over the Yankees. They're getting like <laughs> 80% of bets. How do you not take the pinstripes here with plus money? But the line's going to Seattle. They open as low as like minus 120. They're up to minus 130. They would match correlative betting, favorite low total. Uh, so I'm going to take Seattle in this spot, see if we can maybe get a contrarian hit there against the Yankees. The Yankees, spoken like a true Red Sox fan, and I respect the hell out of it. Thanks, Josh. You're awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. That's Josh Applebaum. Make sure, again, you check out the Morning Bets podcast. It's really nice that you can just, like, if you do the subscribe button, you just get it every single morning. He, Josh is on top of it, laying yeah. out all of the big line moves every single day. So keep an eye out for that. We have to step aside and take a quick time out here. But when we come back, this show has just gone by fast and furious, I feel like. We're going to wrap things up. And fun fact for you, it appears Deshaun Watson does have interest in reuniting with a former wide receiver that is on the free agent market all of a sudden. So we'll analyze that and more from a former wide receiver himself. You can give us all that perspective next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Plus, if you're planning a trip to Vegas, remember you can also convert BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use toward dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are wrapping things up on the Lombardi line live from Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. And there's been a lot of talk this week, Pritch, Mm -hmm. about DeAndre Hopkins and where is he going to go now that he's officially been released by the Arizona Cardinals this past Friday, which was a very unique situation because I think everybody largely anticipated that it would be a trade, be a move of that sort, not him just being released the way that he was on Friday. Now we have seen a report that his former quarterback in Houston, Deshaun Watson, evidently would love to pair up with his former all-pro wide receiver. Yeah, not a bad uh, situation right there if you're Deshaun Watson. I mean, uh, you get to p- pair back up with D-Hop, a guy that you had a lot of success with mm-hmm. uh, earlier on in your career. The thing about uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, obviously the Cardinals tried to trade, for, trade him. Uh, they couldn't. I mean, there wasn't a deal uh, that they felt good about. Uh, and so they just outright released him. Uh, and, you know, you're thinking about a potential Hall of Famer here uh, coming off a PED suspension, coming off of two years in which he didn't complete um, all, all 17 games there uh, in Arizona. And, you know, if you watch him play, he's kind of a one-trick pony at this point, right? Uh, so where is the fit for DeAndre Hopkins? And it makes a lot of sense for De- Deshaun Watson uh, to be comfortable with somebody that he's highly comfortable with and mm-hmm. played with at a high level. Uh, and then a money situation. Can Cleveland make it work from a salary cap standpoint? They, well, they got about $6 million, um to work with. So do they want to maneuver their cap, too, in order to make it work? And, right, because that's the big thing I keep right. thinking about. Any of these teams that are, I mean, when we look at the odds for next team odds for DeAndre Hopkins, you see the Bills and mm-hmm. you see the Chiefs and like the, the, the Browns similarly, too. They're all teams that are going to be up against the cap slightly. So what kind of gymnastics can you do if you want to make that work? Right, But right. also, what can what can Hopkins do to say, I would prefer to be here than make XYZ dollar amount as well? Sure. And, you know, for a one-year situation or, or maybe if it's a two-year situation to kind of benefit the club. If it's a two-year cap. situation, that would benefit my hot take as well from Hot Take Tuesday earlier today. I, so yes, that it would. would. But it also, <laughs> you know, some people are betting on the Chiefs, right? right. For him to land on the Chiefs. Sure. So, you know, the longer the contract, the, the better it can fit underneath the cap situation. Uh, but then if you're DeAndre Hopkins, do you want a, a long-term situation? I, I think if you want to play with Patrick Mahomes, you want at least three years. Mm-hmm. Because now you're talking about not only winning, but perhaps helping yourself get to the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, is, like I said about Stefanski, that's a roll of the dice, in my opinion, uh, if you're DeAndre Hopkins. But they have enough cap room to make him happy. You know, I think Buffalo... How do you restructure your cap when you have Stephon Diggs mm-hmm. already asking for more money? Uh, and now you're going to bring in a receiver. I mean, do you really want to do all that knowing that maybe you have to pay some other players or, or what else you want to do with that roster? Um, you know, other teams I've heard rumors about, you know, the Las Vegas, it doesn't make sense that wide receiver room is already crowded. Um, uh, we heard about Detroit. I think Shannon Sharp mentioned Detroit, how, how DeAndre Hopkins should go up there. 
You know, they have the cap room. Another spot that would help with Hot Take Tuesday. I'm you know, just saying, you I'm keep on speaking you. into, you're talking it into existence at this point that one of those four teams. Within two years. Within two years. <laughs> it's going to make it happen. Well, I mean, if, if it is a longer <laughs> window, I mean, Detroit makes sense though, right? I mean, you think about it. Um, but then what are they going to do at quarterback too? And so I, DeAndre Hopkins, he's intriguing, but I think the league is telling us too that, you know, nobody wanted to trade for him. Uh, and yet, where is he going with his career? Who is he at this point, and how can he help us? Is he really that type of receiver uh, at this point to help us win yeah. a championship? The market, unfortunately, just wasn't there. You referenced the last two years not being able to play a full season mm-hmm. between injuries and the suspension. He's 30 years old, right. going to be 31. Um, there's a lot of things that go into it. And um, he, he said on the I Am Athlete podcast with Brandon Marshall this past, uh, talking about the types of places that he would want to mm-hmm. be specifically the things that he's looking for at this stage of a career, are stable management, a quarterback who loves the game like he does and uh-huh. a great defense. Right. So all of that <laughs> plus money plus being a contender, like that's a lot of stuff to want being in a position where, as you just mentioned, there's not exactly a market out there for you right now. No. So it's tough because we know he's a three time all pro wide receiver. We know that even with him not being the same guy, he can still catch just about any ball if it's thrown his way. Right. And so there are a lot of positives to adding a guy, a veteran guy like that to mm-hmm. your wide receiver room. It's just where, where's the fit going to be and where can he really make an impact? Yeah, I mean, great, great player, great hands, like you mentioned. I mean, his last two stops, I mean, Houston and, and Arizona. Yeah. Uh, anywhere else is a bright spot, right? <laughs> I mean, he lists what organization, quarterback. It's like the factory of sadness for... <laughs> Uh, uh, for D Hop, and you know, no, no, a- no, it's not the Los Angeles Rams, though. No, because isn't that what you wrote on your Pritch's points yesterday? Yeah. Were they the factory of sadness? Well, no, the Cardinals. Are the the Car- oh no, the Cardinals. oh no. The, yeah. So yes, it is the factory. The Cardinals there you are go. factory of sadness. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, Andre Johnson was a great receiver for Houston, right? I mean, you think about maybe a Hall of Famer like that, but I mean, he was for Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now you have D Hop, and, and Larry Fitzgerald was—he's a Hall of Famer. Period. It doesn't matter. It was with the Cardinals, but they, you know, played in the Super Bowl, but. They had structure. They had a quarterback, a Hall of Fame quarterback, too. So many different things than what DeAndre Hopkins has been dealing with. So uh, any, it's anyone's guess on what's more important to him at this point. I, I think money is important, certainly legacy uh, with the stats. But if he wants to win a championship, there's a couple of teams, I think, that might be willing to maneuver their cap to make it work. Do you think you would like him in Cleveland? Um, In terms of him for him or for, for Cleveland? well just because or, he, like we talk about the familiarity yeah. with he and Deshaun Watson Watson said that they still keep in regular contact right. and have for years they've been good friends you you said it yourself the success that they had together do you think that that could be a recipe for success that could help not only bring Hopkins back to the level that he wants to be at but also a, a Cleveland Browns offense that's trying to take a step yeah because I, I think they could elevate Stefanski because Stefanski is not going to elevate Deshaun Watson or, or this offense or whatever. Like Deshaun Watson with the Andre Hopkins can elevate because the nuances between those two, uh, I, I think, could be at a high, high level. And especially just because I think about how poor Deshaun Watson played last year. Maybe somebody who you do have that right. security blanket right. comfort with could help him too. Right. And then on top of that, you know, you still have what Amari Cooper's out there. Mm-hmm. And he's probably a number two, right? He's not a number one. You, you got people's. Um, and I think, uh, who's the other receiver that they just acquired? Um, Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore, yeah. But he's, you know, he's, he's, yeah, I, I, I would, I would look to upgrade that okay. uh, with DeAndre Hopkins. So making Amari Cooper number two, you got uh, Peoples-Jones uh, there available as well. Uh, I, I think a number one receiver for Deshaun Watson, like somebody he's highly familiar with, uh, could really benefit and play above what Stefanski is doing right now. Not necessarily wide receiver. I know Jarvis Landry is another wide out who's on the free agent market right now. But in terms of like all those free agent names, whether it's one of the edge rushers in Clark or Yannick Ngakwe or yeah. anybody like that, are there any free agents that you feel fairly confident are going to find a spot here soon? It's just, it's crazy because we're at this like dead period right now where nothing's happening. Well, we have that June 1 deadline, mm-hmm. you know, and the dead cap situation. Uh, we get into the month of June too where you have, uh, mandatory mini camps uh, and you know things like that will will shake out and play out uh, in terms of roster availability of players. Yeah, players cap get room. injured too. Right, right. 
cap room, where you really are, are at with your cap and what, can, what you can do. Uh, certainly once you get past that dead cap window, I think we're in that dead cap window where teams are trying to decide what to do with some players, whether they want to keep them or move on from them. And certainly they benefit from a dead cap situation after June 1. Mm-hmm. With, uh, with OTAs, are, are, as a staff and team, do you actually like find anything out about your team in that spot? Or is it just like if guys are catching on? Yeah, I, you know, for the young guys, you worry about the young guys catching on. I mean, you worry about the old guys staying in shape, or are they in shape? Okay. <laughs> you want to make sure they're in shape, right? Uh, and, and, you know, for the most part, a lot of guys, they stick around the facilities anyway, and they're in shape. Uh, but, yeah, you, you want to make sure that the young guys are understanding everything that you want to install offensively and defensively. Uh, and so when you get back in training camp in July, are we running or are we walking? Mm. Do we have to back up and start all over? Or, or are we advanced enough to really uh, accelerate yeah. accelerate the, uh, the learning curve for the young guys here? Who's taken those steps in the right direction? Right. This has gone by so I fast know. today. By. Appreciate you, Pritch. Appreciate you. Want to make sure we thank Will Hill and Josh Applebaum for coming on the program today. And whereas it would normally be VEASAN Best Bets next, we have a special live version of Hardwood Handicappers with JVT and Kelly Bidlin. You won't want to miss it. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.